Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of Business Talk. He's the editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here's George O'Brien. Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Business Talk. We have a little bit of a different show for you today, different, uh, and then again, uh, not so different. Uh, this is a business talk show. We like to talk about business, and but we will today. A little bit of a different kind of business. Uh, we've got with us Dave DeRigo. He is the owner of Dave DeRigo's Golf and Racket in West Springfield. Good morning, Dave. How are you? George, good morning, and thank you for having me on. I appreciate you being with us. How are you today? All is good. All is good. We're uh, The weather's turning, and, and uh, things are good. We're very busy at the store. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, like I said, it's a slightly different show. We're going to uh, talk about business a little bit. Uh, it is Masters Week. Uh, Masters begins in a couple of days. Uh, we kind of a rite of passage around here, the beginning of the golf season. We want to talk about golf a little bit. But uh, we also want to talk business and the pandemic uh, and the way that the stimulus uh Moving forward is going to be impacting uh, business in general and hopefully the, the retail sector in this region and across the country. And Dave, you can speak to all that, I'm sure. Uh, let's start by talking about golf a little bit. Uh, a lot of uh, our listeners uh, play golf, they watch golf, they're, they're into golf. Golf was one of the few sports you could actually play last year at the height of the pandemic, and it kind of led to a bit of a resurgence for a game that, that certainly needed one. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit? That is true, George. As you know, the last few years uh, prior to 2020, um, golf was getting a little soft. A lot of golf courses, not as many golfers. Everyone having so much to do in their daily lives that uh, people were not joining country clubs as much and just flat out not playing as much golf. Uh, but with the pandemic and people limited to their jobs and limited to travel and uh, dining and, and everything else that we all know about, uh, golf became a sport that uh, everybody could play. Um, the spouses started to play. Their children, if they were in other sports, uh, whether it be soccer or field hockey or baseball, whatever, uh, they were not organized and playing. So the families went to the golf course. Um, and so with that, all of a sudden, 2020 became a big boom for golf. And it looks like, uh, again, coming into 2021, uh, it looks like it's uh, going to continue. Well, it certainly wasn't an easy year for the courses and even for some of these players. Uh, it was actually not even easy to get a tee time at some spots, but it, it wasn't Golf as we know it, uh, for a long time, you were, were limited to, you know, one person at a cart at the very beginning. You, you couldn't walk at all. The, the restaurants, uh, most of these courses were not open. It was a little bit different, but it was a, still a chance to get out and play. Uh, and that is was true. the feedback that you got? It, it's not an easy game to take up or take back up. It's expensive. It takes a lot of time. Um, all those things. But um, I guess uh, people well, kind of took to it a little bit. Yeah, you, you're right. Uh, in the very beginning, it, it took the golf courses a little chance, a little time to adjust because all of a sudden, you know, most golf shops could not use their, excuse me, most, most golf courses could not use their golf shops. Uh, 
So it was limiting um, the way they did up, uh, did their business at the golf courses. And you're right. I mean, they were limiting uh, players to one person per cart, and so there were cart shortages and gloves were running out of tee times. And it was a little uh, different until the adjustment. But most of the golf courses did a great job adjusting, and and uh, they 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 probably by July August was uh, clear sailing, uh, figuring it all out. Uh, as far as uh, people playing golf, you're right. Um, we mostly for new golfers, we went through a ton of used equipment at our store, uh, which we provide. Uh, and so all that used equipment went, whether it be for men, women, juniors, seniors, whatever the makeup was, and we cleaned right out of it. Um, so this year we'll, we'll see. I mean, a lot of the players that took up the game last year that bought used equipment, uh, is bringing it back in and trading it up for some new equipment. So you're seeing that happening now. Interesting. So, again, uh, players took up the game last year. I know you talk with a lot of people within the industry. Uh, you talk to the the pros at the courses. Um, what are they telling you in terms of what they can anticipate, what they can expect, what they can hope in terms of how many of these players are going to stick with it. Again, it's an expensive game. It's a time-consuming game. Um, not easy to stay with it. That, oh, yeah, it's very difficult. <laughs> it's very frustrating. I, I, so, I, I what, think, what you, go ahead. Go ahead. How many do they need I, to succeed for these players? A half, 20%, 30%? Well, time will tell this summer. They'll get a better uh, idea of how many people are sticking with the game. And um, so far, the early indications that we're having, now keep in mind, it's only March, the courses are just opening. Um, and just like every spring, only limited courses open in March. So those places are just packed. Uh, so when you get into April and May, when all of the clubs open, uh, then you'll get a better idea. If, if they're if they're still booking tea times till two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon on a daily basis, then you know that all of these players have come back and they're going to continue to play. And then, of course, um, you know, as far as the kids are concerned, I'm sure they'll be back playing sports. But a lot of them uh, are enjoying golf. A lot of the spouses are enjoying golf. So um, you might see that stick. And, and see them continue to play, which means that uh, the courses will be busier. And, and of course, the 19th holes are, are starting to reopen, and, you know, we're slowly seeing the state reopen. So hopefully um, it's another good year for golf, and they'll be able to enjoy it more if they can get into the 19th hole and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, have a sandwich or whatever after golf. Go back a little further, if you will, Um little painful uh but we need to do it anyway what what exactly happened to golf uh, after tiger woods hit the scene back in 1996 yep. i yep. mean the golf just exploded you couldn't get a tee time right um, you know the, the pros would just stand at the door and take your money on the way in and take your money on the way out and it, the business just exploded and then about 10 years ago everything started to decline what what happened to golf and can the pandemic well, kind of cure all that or in, in my opinion and and i i saw it uh i've been a club professional in western massachusetts for 38 years 
prior to taking over the business here. And um, you could see the decline. A lot of the people our age, you know, the older people, were country club people, were golfers. They wait, were wait, 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 wait a minute. People <laughs> our age, the older people? Yeah. Wait a minute. All right. Hey, I'm okay, 66. I'm 66, and I'm lumping myself into that group okay. because for this whole golf time that I've been around, um, going dating back, golf was you know people played their golf on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays, or Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and uh, there was nothing to interfere with that. And then all of a sudden, you know, golf got a little expensive. Uh, the spouses both spouses were working um their kids are playing sports um people's daily lives got busy and as you indicated earlier on golf is an expensive sport so the decline of country clubs we can see it very clearly is that if you're not getting your value at your club and whatever you pay and you're only playing once a week twice a month three times a month you know, that expense is going to go away very quickly. So they became public golfers, some of those people, and some of them just dropped out, you know. And I can tell you that a lot of people I know who used to be country club golfers, uh, what they spent at the country club on a yearly basis, they ended up buying a summer home at the beach, and they felt as though that, you know, they could they could use that money they were using for golf to, to buy a second home. Uh, so a lot of those things happened. Um, but then, like I said, people's lives got very, very busy, and uh, golf just got put on the back burner. Well, I know it's way too early, but but like I said, it, can the pandemic uh, cure some of that? I, I yeah, uh, I think a lot of people found golf last year because of it. And it, as I said earlier, it's a wait and see, but it, it appears to me that a lot of those people are going to continue to play. Now, you ask me what percentage? I don't know. I can't tell you right now. Um, if I had to bet on it, I'd say 50%, 60% of those new golfers uh, will continue to play uh, this summer and continue on. As far as you know, how it impacts the golf courses, uh, I, I know a lot of the country clubs now are full. Uh, so it, it, uh, it impacted those courses in a positive way. Well, let's let's talk about the country clubs for a minute now. And last year, that was an interesting phenomenon for them because now you just mentioned summer homes and and summer vacations. People couldn't go on summer vacations last year. They they really correct. Couldn't, they couldn't rent that cottage on Martha's Vineyard or or on the Cape. So a lot of them just took that money and put it into a country club membership. That's but correct. now the pandemic is over. People are booking vacation homes uh, in ways they never were before. In fact, uh, so many are doing it that there's a shortage and they may not be. Maybe that'll help the country clubs. I don't know. But uh, what, are your, what are your pros and guys at the country clubs telling you about membership and what they're seeing? A lot of them are full. The, the golf professionals that I talk to, uh, you know, uh, a lot, they're, they're telling me that their clubs are full, mm. you know, uh, or if they're not full, they're near capacity. Um, and if you just look around, uh, they're telling me the same thing. Um, one in particular, they opened up last Saturday for one day before the rains came on Sunday. 
and they had tea times till four o'clock in the afternoon. So I, I know it's early and everyone's got the golf itch and they want to get out and walk around and uh, it's a warm day and, and they, they want to get out. And it's always busy in the spring, you know, because people just got to get out of the house after winter. But, you know, having tea times from eight o'clock in the morning until four in the afternoon is a pretty good indication too. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope so because those clubs uh, suffered through um, some real lean years there. Where yeah, you know, clubs yep. that, that never had uh, any trouble before always had waiting lists. Now they didn't have waiting lists, and they had slots they couldn't fill. So. Country clubs, you know, talking about private clubs, um, if if they have everything a family can take part in, uh, swimming and tennis and all those kinds of things, now the entire family can enjoy it. And now you can justify joining and paying that kind of money because now you, you've got a whole bunch of activities that they that they can not only golf but tennis, swimming, and a lot of them have fitness centers now where they go in and work out. So those clubs that are doing those things now again we go back to value, and it's a wonderful value uh, mm-hmm. for those people. The public golf courses uh, will continue will continue to be very busy, I believe. Okay, let's shift gears for a, a minute here. Uh, we want to talk about um, the pandemic and, and business and, and some of the things we're seeing. Uh, we, we all know about all the money that people didn't spend last year on vacation homes or going out to eat or buying new clothes or, or doing any of those things and, and what they might spend it on this year. We've heard about stimulus checks. Uh, we've heard about how all this might impact the economy. Uh, let's talk about what you've seen, but let's also talk about uh, some of the the limiting factors as well. Uh, they're probably selling golf clubs. Uh, that is, if you can get those golf clubs. Uh, I know that the supply and, and demand uh, issue is coming in, and uh, I don't know if golf club parts got stuck in the Suez Canal with that cargo ship, but... Um, there's opportunities and there's challenges, and I'm sure your store has seen both. Yeah, we're, we're fortunate in the sense that we have a good inventory of everything. You know, plenty of gloves, plenty of golf balls, plenty of golf bags, sets of irons, woods, whatever. We have plenty. But it's that custom order guy uh, who needs something um, not off the rack, so to speak. And th- that's challenging. Um, Right now, our best company, which is Callaway Golf, um, they're anywhere from 9 to 12 days from the day of order. There are other companies. uh, The second best is five, six weeks behind. So if we put in an order today, maybe in five or six weeks they'll have it. And there's several problems uh, why they're not getting it right away. Um, The container ships, uh, I understand there's, 70 of them off the coast of California that can't hit our, the harbor. Um, and, and there's something like 10 or 15,000 containers per ship. It not only affects golf, that's the entire country. Those are refrigerators, air conditioners, whatever they're bringing over. Um, so that is affecting the golf company, the golf industry, because they can't get shafts, can't get grips, things like that. Um, so it, it certainly is. So, 
But fortunately, if we have a guy that's pretty standard, 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 we have plenty of equipment to help them out with and get it mm-hmm. to them right away. And, and what have you seen? At we the, the hope for this region's business community and, and business community across the country as a whole was that this year people would start to spend again. They would loosen those wallets. They would spend the money they didn't spend. They would take their stimulus check um, I guess saving it is a good thing, but helping the economy uh, from the standpoint of this region would probably be even better. And and you're starting to see that, are you? People oh, for are sure. Uh, they're not waving that lo- stimulus check in the air, but they're probably. Well, it, the, the seniors, for example, who vacationed in Florida all winter, who did not go to Florida, uh, who are not going out to dinner all that much, uh, came in in January and February and spent their winter vacation money uh, on, on golf equipment. Um, some of it, not all of it, of course, but spend some on golf equipment. And then, uh, just recently in the last month, we're getting, uh, people coming in and when they were buying their equipment, they would say, thank you, Mr. Stimulus. So, you know, they're, <laughs> you're getting both of those people coming in. Um, and then, you know, someone like myself, I don't, I didn't travel South. I didn't go out to dinner much. Um, so, you know, by accident, you're just saving money, and now you start to spend it on things that you want to enjoy yourself with. So if they're going to play golf three, four, five days a week, uh, and they had an old set of clubs, uh, they're putting it into new equipment. I think it also, you talk about car dealers, and and I'm happy to see the restaurants starting to, to seem like they're opening up, and they're getting more business, and um yeah, I have a few friends who are in the restaurant business, and, and they said things are starting to uh, uh, open up some for them. They're getting more and more customers, and, and they're open, and they're doing fine. So th- those are all good things, good signs. All right. Dave, we got just a couple of minutes left here on, on Business Talk. Uh, I know our, our producer, Chris Kellogg, and I we both have the same question. Uh, we're pretty sure we know the answer, but we want to hear it anyway. Is it true that you could really buy a better golf game? <laughs> well, from our perspective, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we always wanted to make but, sure. I always thought you could, but I, I uh, yeah, all well, that stuff about uh, practice, 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 and uh, play. You know, I, 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 I've said this a long time ago. Um, uh, invest in technology, not lessons. <laughs> so that's only since I've become a retailer, of course. All right. Back when I was a club professional, I'd say invest in lessons. Dave, thank you for the time. Uh, Candid and informative as always. Uh, I hope you have a great year. I hope the courses have a great year. I hope the golfers have a good year. Uh, Yeah, you and me both. And I just hope everyone stays safe and uh, get away from all this. And hopefully a year from now, there's no mask and everyone can walk around freely and, and start to enjoy themselves again. All right. Well, thank you very much for your help, Dave. We'll see you again soon. You and Chris, thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. And thank you to all our listeners. This has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, editor and associate publisher of Business West. Happy to be with you today, and we'll see you again soon.